Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of Level 1 Sidekicks. My name is Tigo. My name is John. And we're really excited about doing this. This has been something that we've had in the works for a long time. We had a few dry runs. It came out pretty bad, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we've been practicing. We've had some equipment failure. A whole bunch of different things that's coming, but it hasn't deterred us at all. We're really excited to start Level 1 Sidekicks, start the conversation, and... Yeah, let's just hop right into it. A lot of stuff to go over today, um, especially this week with all the different things coming out. Including with Avengers. And, um, Endgame, Endgame and yes. all the different things that are coming. News about the new TV shows, Game of Thrones. Is, we're two weeks into Game of Thrones. I actually spent a good five days trying to catch up with Game of Thrones. We just Shazam <laughs> recently came out, so the DC Universe is expanding. Um, so let's tackle some of those things. I want to start where it's been enough time. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about Shazam. Because, personally, I think it's a step in the right direction in the DC universe. I think... Shazam was a great movie. Yeah, it was. I wouldn't say it was a great movie. Again... It's because it was uh, lighthearted, different from, actually, the DC movies we've been seeing nowadays, where it's been dark and gritty. But but then my counter-argument is Aquaman. Aquaman wasn't dark and gritty. It was lighthearted. It was up there. It had its moments, right? It had its its times where it was... It's darker moments. It had its darker moments, but you can't say that it was, like, dark and gritty. It wasn't, like, I don't know. What's a dark and gritty... Like, the Batman... The, the Christopher Nolan Batmans, those were dark and gritty. Or the Superman. You, yeah, the, the recently the new Superman. Like, those were kind of dark and gritty, but... I think it's a really good step for the DC Universe. This finally shows us we've had you know, two movies that have come out back-to-back that have been accepted by the public really, really well. I think the casting choices were done really, really well. And by the two movies back-to-back, I'm obviously talking Aquaman and Shazam. Shazam. I yes. think everyone likes the, the casting for Aquaman. Picking Cal Drogo was a great uh, choice. I don't have – of all of the names that we have prepared, I don't have Aquaman's name prepared. Whatever it is. You know, he – I think he was a great choice because he is so well-liked and people do. Like, he was accepted. He did play Cal Drogo in Game of Thrones, so he got really famous there. And if you follow him on, like, Instagram and Twitter, he has a really, really interesting lifestyle. Jason Momoa. 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 Jason Momoa. How did we forget that? <laughs> but, like, if you follow Jason on Instagram, like, he has he's – he's one of, I think, the best Instagram pages of anyone that's famous. I don't like following – famous people or anything like that on Instagram, but like he's one of the exceptions. I personally follow him on Instagram. I find his pictures and stuff very interesting. And then we've got, look up the guy who plays Shazam. Um, man, I literally just watched a documentary, <laughs> literally talking about how his whole acting career ended up, like led up to him being in Shazam. And I, I actually like this TV sh- series. Uh, fuck, I can't remember the TV series. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like I'm not trying to go over his IMBD history, but again, he was a. I think he's a great choice for it. Zach Levy. Zach Levy. Zachary Levy. Um, Zach a Levy. lot of people don't know this about Zach, but um, did you know that Zach was actually up for the role of Star Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy with Chris Pratt? I've heard rumors. Here yeah, there. he was. It was apparently it was between both of them, and they decided to go with Chris Pratt. And apparently, it sent him into like this whole spiral thing. If you want to watch, there's videos everywhere talking about how he like spiraled into mental illness stuff. And how he did, he dug himself out, and um, now he's like happy and he's good, and it's nice it's, that, it's, to it's, see it's that he got a comic book movie. Yeah, especially because he was a comic book nerd as a kid, and oh, so that sucks. Um, I can imagine. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. That's like it's really cool uh, with all the things that have come with it. Like, I really like Zach as the choice for Shazam. I really like the fact that we went with um, Jason for Aquaman. The kid who plays the Flash, the girl who plays Aquaman, like these are great casting choices. Um, Henry Cavill as Superman. Chuck. That's the TV series I was thinking about. Chuck. Chuck was a great TV series. Oh, all right, let's let's stay let's stay focused. <laughs> but like overall, I think the DC universe is in the right is they're moving in the right direction. What we need to see is where do they go next? Because we still don't know who's going to replace Ben Affleck as Batman, right? We got rumors that Army Hammer was in the front running for it. I hear. I thought he had gotten chosen. That's wrong. He was not chosen to be Batman. He was actually he's put on the short list. 
And then we've got that exciting news as well. What's Ian – what's his name? Ian Glenn. Ian Glenn, the guy who plays Ser Jorah in Game of Thrones, has been cast to be – The Titans um, – Bruce Wayne. Yeah, so he's casted to be Bruce Wayne in Titans, the TV show. But that still comes back to – let's say with the DC Universe, I want to rope back to Titans and talk about like Titans, Cloak and Dagger and all of that stuff in a little bit. Yeah. But the DC Universe, like the movie, like the movie universe – we don't know who Batman is, and we don't know where the story's going because we don't know what the Flash movie is. We heard it was Flashpoint, then we heard it wasn't Flashpoint, then we heard it was Flashpoint, then it's not Flashpoint. <laughs> like, what is it? And if it's Flashpoint, yes, please. Flash is my yeah, favorite Flash superhero. Is the Flash is my favorite superhero. Second is close as Batman. But where? what are we getting? You know, with that universe, I, I like how we're establishing it, especially like the Shazam movie. And let's talk about like just the Shazam movie. Let's not talk about the DC universe. Right. Shazam movie. Let's talk about it. Then let's talk about the expanded universe. What do you think about Shazam on its own? If it forget about the rest of the DC universe. Well, usually when I watch trailers, I'm usually disappointed because most of the like actually funny scenes are like inside the trailer. Yeah, so I feel like I'm missing boy. out in the movie whenever I go watch a movie. But this um, Shazam was different. I felt like there were like scenes we could actually laugh at that weren't included in the trailer. It was overall like a great movie to watch, including like with my expectations were like not that high when I went in. Mm-hmm. I agree. I watched every single one of the trailers um, when it came to Shazam because I honestly didn't care that much <laughs> and because I was interested. Mostly people because don't of, care about it because he's not a really notable character in the DC universe. Well, well I guess when you're talking about really. the general public, general public I yes. know about Shazam, right? And I got interested because of Black Adam, right? We know that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be Black Adam. But did we know that before or after the movie? But way before. He did got we? casted before we knew who Shazam was. <laughs> oh. And the thing is, and here's where I think is really interesting is, is Shazam and Black Adam, a lot of people don't know this, they're twins, right? Like, that's their thing. Well, the adult version, not yeah. the kid, right? But they're <laughs> twins. That's the whole idea. And so we get to kind of – we know that we're going to get, like, a second Shazam movie and everything like that. And so I watched all the trailers, and personally, I was very surprised because the trailers didn't show – like anything when it came to the movie. And I thought that was great because like going in, we didn't really know who the supervillain was. We didn't know like anything. We didn't know we about just some, some funny scenes. Yeah. Like, and that was it. And it was, I think they, they handled it really, really well, really well. Yes. The trailers to the movie. And then when it, let's, let's talk about the movie, right? Uh, aside from the fact that it was very, very predictable. Every move was well calculated, but you could see coming from a mile away. Like if you wanted to, you could say, well, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. And and they kind of – when they're laying the groundwork for the punchline that's coming up – and I'm not just talking like, like funny bits. I'm also talking about like the serious moments. You can – like you kind of see them coming. Okay, here's where real spoilers come along. I'm going to say it right now. But the biggest one that I saw – that was like the moment I saw the, the, the cavern with the old man in it and he was talking to the, the bad guy when he was a kid. I was like, okay, when he gives it the Shazam power to the kid, like he, we know he's a foster kid. He's going to fill all the rest of the chairs. Like I saw that coming immediately, especially with his roommate being a cripple who loves superheroes. <laughs> like that was a move that was like, like, okay, it's well calculated. It's a great move for the movie. Like, I'm not judging them for it, but I saw that, and within the first 30 minutes, I was like, well, when do they get their superpowers? Yeah. It was kind of predictable. It was like, he doesn't have a family. He's a superhero on his own. So is this old guy, but he used to have a family, and they all got killed by the seven deadly sins. Oh, my God. Well, he's going to replace all the people on the chairs. Like, that's obvious. And then, we know that we talked about this. Like, there's six chairs, and then there's six of them. There's seven chairs, and there's six of them. The seventh chair is Black Adam. Just so you know, you may not know in Shazam, that's what the seventh chair is. But again, it comes down to that, like, the 
we graded the movies. When we walked out, I asked you and I asked Marty. I can't remember my grade. Do you? You were, you gave it a B plus. I gave it a B plus. And no, I didn't give it a plus. I just gave it a B because I said I don't do plus or minuses. Yeah, but then I forced you to do one to give it a B plus. Um, you gave it a B, whatever. I gave it a C minus, and because again, I didn't think the movie was bad. That's not it what wasn't. I was saying. I enjoyed the crap out of that movie. It was great, but it was predictable. They, I think, they went with the safe route. They didn't, they didn't surprise us. I feel like, in any way, there were some really gruesome scenes, especially when he throws his brother out the window of the skyscraper. Oh my god! With one of the seven deadly sins, like that's great, but coming back to it, it's super predictable. And that was my beef with the movie. I loved it, but I saw every movie. What was the most notable aspect of the movie for you? Like, notable as in what? Like, what do you mean? Like, stood out the most. Like, the funniest, the most serious. You know, which one, like, stuck to your memory? Um, well, just because I loved the, the setup and the punchline for this was when they were looking for a lair. And then they got to the, then they got to the, like, the throne room or whatever you want to call it. I think that was, in my eyes, hilarious. <laughs> Just because, like, I saw it, like, the moment they got there. Yeah, it was I kind was of like, obvious. Was yeah, obvious I was like, oh, my God, they're going to bring it up. Oh, my God, they're going to bring it up. Including when they, he opened the door and walked yeah. right into it. Like, it was it was, it was, was the perfect punchline, like, set-up punchline. But that's, like, that was my favorite part of the movie. Just because it was like, dude, like, that's hilarious. It's like, do you know what we have here? We've got a lair. <laughs> And it's just like, gosh, man, <laughs> like this is perfect because they were looking like they went to a real estate agent. Like I thought that was really funny. Um, I'm but looking I, for a lair above the ocean. <laughs> yeah, above the ocean on a cliffside, very secluded. You know, how many rooms? One, six. Like it's like this whole different kind of thing. I think that was really interesting. Like you could see, I think they did a really, really, really good job of making sure that Shazam as an adult was still a 14-year-old kid. He saw the personality. Of yeah, like yeah. that was like they bought like the first thing that they do, and it's like, oh my god, I'm an adult. Is they go buy beer? You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Yeah. Or they check like, him out. We need an idea. I am look, the ID. Look at me, I am the ID. But like, also like the second thing they do is check themselves out of school. Like skip school. Like, yeah. like you could even... you could so tell like it's a it's a 14 year old. Like the next thing he does is he beats up on the bullies, and like. You can tell with like the decisions and things that are being made in the film, like by the characters, by Billy, you and even when he is Shazam, you can tell like, oh, like this is a kid. Like we got that. Like they never they never strayed from that. And I think that that was really interesting. What about you? What did you think was the most notable, interesting, notable? Like what's like when you think Shazam? What's the first thing that pops in your head? Well, first I'll go with the most notable part. Do you know, like, when there are, like, battles, kind of like Dragon Ball Z battles, where they're, like, fighting, and they're, like, like in the middle air, like, miles apart from each other, and they start talking to each other? Yeah. I love how Shazam just pointed it out. It's like, I can't hear you. There's I don't know what you're saying. But they're at I least can't. a mile apart. Like, that's, that, I think I agree. That's a brilliant scene, especially with all of these different, like, Dude, they're every, every like series does that. It's like they're miles apart yet they can still magically hear each other. Yeah, like the only explanation of someone who can do that it's is Superman. Superman because he has the superhero. Yeah. Other than that, I love how they brought it up. These are just like two regular Joe schmoes, and there's he sitting. I will and you. I will kill your fifth. What? I is where my what? We're at least oh, a fine. mile. I'm just going in. Yeah, like it was. It was brilliant. I loved it. Like, cause it, it kind of shows like the ridiculousness of a movie inside of a movie without ever breaking the fourth wall. You know, I think it's something that's, I think that was handled really well. And it was a really, really fun and way because we had these super serious moments that have all been leading up to this super serious fights that are going everywhere. And then we get this like, Oh, Hey, it's a movie. Let's have fun back to fighting kind of thing. And so, super interesting. I agree. Um, and that was what the most memorable or notable part? Notable. Notable. What, what, like, is that what, when you think of Shazam, you go to that scene, or like, what well, do you like? If you had to, that's the that's the part. Um, 
the part of the movie that stuck out to me, something that I'll remember. Uh huh. But um, the thing that um, let me let me rephrase the question. Go ahead. Right. If you were to have to describe the overall movie of Shazam with one scene, right? Like this is the only scene that you can tell people about, and to get them excited for the movie. What scene in the movie do you pick? Oh, that's a hard one. I I don't know. You? I think the scene for me that it's just like it kind of wraps up the movie really well is the say my name when he is Shazam, when Billy changes into Shazam, has the staff. Or oh, has yeah, whatever, the kids grab say it, my name. Say Billy. No, but not that part. I'm like where they actually say Shazam. Like yeah. say the name that I have to say to turn into this guy and they all have become, you know – the superheroes, and they all get the different colors, and they all get the powers. I think that scene is the scene that goes, hey, boom, you got it. The whole movie was leading up to this moment. He finally accepted being in a family, and that these are his brothers and sisters, and he doesn't care about where he came from before because all that matters is now moving forward. And I think for me that's the scene that kind of did all of that. And it's hilarious because say my name and they all scream Billy. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. But for you, you have to give one scene. Can't take my scene. But if you oh, can't yeah. think of another scene, you can take my scene. I'll if you go ahead because I also have another scene that I think describes it very well. Probably like at the ending where like Billy says the prayer. That was gonna be my backup scene if you couldn't say it. I'm not even kidding. I was gonna say if you couldn't think of anything, take my scene because my one is when he goes all hands on deck. When he takes the lead on it, he accepts being part of this family. Exactly. The entire movie is about like him actually becoming part of a family. Yep. Gosh, man, your mother is horrible to us. She's cooking in the other room. And we <laughs> haven't eaten all day because we've been getting ready for this stuff. Man, I'm sorry. Distraction. I agree. I think that's a great scene that kind of wraps up the movie. What was your favorite Shazam call out where he activates into Shazam? Oh, when he's in – when he gets thrown and he's – um. In the fight scene where he turns it off and then turns it back on like instantly, he does it a couple of times, where, oh, he needs to be a kid because he can maneuver whatever yes. because he's a kid, but then he needs the superhero powers to do this thing. I think turning it on and off in that last kind of battle was really really cool because it finally showed he's got a, he's got a hang in this thing. He's got it like he's we he's got Shazam down now. My favorite part was um when he was getting drowned. And then he used the Shazam lightning as uh, an attack. Well, he couldn't scream the Shazam yeah, until when he, he got pulled around. out. Exactly. Well, when he got out, yeah. he screamed and he used it as a, the lightning as an attack against his opponent. Yeah, I think that was a very interesting one. Okay, I think I've been talking about Shazam for a little bit now. Um, let's kind of wrap up on Shazam. Overall, where do you think Shazam the movie leaves the DC Universe off of? Like, What are you thinking? I'm thinking Justice League. Because you saw how they brought Superman. I mean, right? like the overall, like I mean, like the overall state of it, like mentality of it. Like, for example, when we look at like the 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 Marvel movies, when you watch the Marvel movies, they leave this universe in this kind of state of, okay, what's gonna happen next? I think the DC universe is doing really well in not creating the suspense of, oh my god, I gotta wait for what's happening next. But I think it's also a bad thing because you forget that Aquaman and Shazam are in the same movie, like they're in the same universe kind of thing. Uh, let me answer. Let me answer the question so that you can kind of see what I'm getting at. Yeah. I think what we need to see now is we need to start seeing these crossovers. I think what needs to happen is whatever the next movie is, whether it's I don't know what the next movie in the DC universe is. I think it's Flash. No, yeah. it's not. It's the Joker movie, yeah, which we can ways. talk about, which I do want to go into, which is the two Joker movies. I think we start. We got to start seeing these collaborative events and things happening in the universe we've already seen you know batman creating the justice league starting to make this group right let's start seeing him recruit these other people in there right let's start getting more of the original members in the in the justice league are we gonna get another green lantern are we like I want to start. I want to see a Green Lantern that's actually executed great. Yeah, like, yeah, I want to see a good like, but like, let's like let's start getting those things going. 
I think if we want to do a Justice League, I think what needs to happen is I think we need to reset the universe. They are resetting the universe. But what I'm saying is it's like just start like the start of it. Well, Aquaman. I think what What's you do that? is yeah, you start the universe with Wonder Woman. Personally, you keep Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and uh, Shazam. You keep the guy who plays Flash. You keep the kid who plays Cyborg, and then you go and you if Henry Cavill's down, you keep Henry Cavill and you do what Marvel did, and it took them so long for us to finally get an Avengers movie. You know what I mean? It took a long time for us to get an Avengers movie. Let's do that. Let's build up to it. Let's just not bring in Darkseid immediately. Just not bring up the main characters yeah, of let's just, his Justice like, League and then just throw it in. They didn't even introduce uh, Flash or Cyborg. They just had to do it. Well, in the they did the, it. In a they had to do it in the middle of the movie. That's what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't want a Cyborg individual film. Um... I would like a Flash individual origin story, but there's like we've seen that yeah, done before. I, I really in don't feel like screen, Cyborg is in part of the Justice League. Like he yeah. is, I I think he is. Whether you want to believe it or not, he I don't. He's not a Titan. I know that for a fact. Like a lot of people, because they watched the Teen Titans when they were kids and the comic books and things like that. Like I don't they think he's a Titan. Him as the same. I I don't think he's a Titan. I think he was there to supervise, and I think a lot of people forget that. Like he was put there, and he was the oldest person there. He was an adult. As of the Teen Titans. Like, he was 18 when he was in the Teen Titans. He was there to take care of them. He was not like Robin, who was 15, 16, 17 years but now, old. But nowadays, it's more um, with the DC Universe. They're actually doing it a little bit different where um, Dick Grayson is the adult. And um, Cyborg is still like a high schooler around 18 years old, maybe. Yeah, but that's like the animated universe and no, no, I'm like talking that. about the, in the comic books. No, in the DC um, universe, the uh, new uh, Doom Patrol and the Titans TV. Yeah, series. but they don't they don't bleed into the main storyline. They don't. So I don't care about that stuff. <laughs> and, like I do, but not in the sense of like when we're talking about DC cinematic universe stuff. Like that's that's something completely different. So going back to it, I think it leaves us in a state of like, what's next? We kind of see the idea of what we're going with. We, we've got enough movies to make a judgment call on DC. And I think as of right now... Do we have enough movies? I, I think we have enough movies. When you look at the, the Supermans uh, that have come Aquaman, out, the Wonder Aquaman, Woman... Aquaman, Shazam. Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman. We've got three Supermans. We've got Justice League. We've got Suicide Squad. There have been enough movies for us to make a judgment call on the decision-making that DC is going, especially over the timeline. That Overall, it started pretty bad, but I it's think going exactly. pretty good, good direction. I don't think it started off bad. Oh. Superman was the first one, dude. Super- Superman's one of the I, I enjoy Superman. Yes, I enjoy Superman, but majority of the fans hate Superman because Dark and Edgy. Dark, I don't Dark, care. Dark, Dark and Edgy Superman is the best. Like, God, I hate Boy Scout. I hate Boy Scout Superman I hate so Boy much. Scout. Clark Kent. Man, like, Dark and Edgy Superman. Like, let's it was get great. it. Like, I love it. it. But again... I don't think it was accepted badly. I think we started making bad moves when we started giving too many hands in the pot. When we started saying, okay, you can figure out what you want to do with Wonder Woman. And you can figure out what you want to do with Batman. And hey, this guy, you do Justice League. What we need is we need to do what Marvel did. It's one guy who he doesn't direct every movie. He doesn't even write every movie. But it's his vision. And that's what DC needs. Whether it's Tom Gunn, whether it's whoever it is. Many minds, one vision. Yeah, exactly. Just one vision. Here's the story we're trying to tell. The story we're trying to tell. Here's where, here's the first villain that we're trying to lead up to that isn't the bad guy. Here's the guy who we think is pulling all the strings. Here's the guy who's doing all of this stuff. And then let's go fight that guy from a distance. And so I think it leaves us, I think it, Shazam answers not as many questions as it leaves open. Does that make sense? It leaves a lot of questions open in the sense of like, where's the universe going? What are we getting? What are we doing? Where are we going? And all of this stuff. And I think, I don't know. It just leaves me wanting the next DC film to kind of see where this universe is going. But I think that comes because we're huge DC fans. Like we prefer DC comic books and stuff over the Marvel stuff. Even though Spider-Man is, like, the best superhero ever. Probably, yes. But the Avengers doesn't do it for me. X-Men doesn't do it for me, like, comic book-wise. Like, I didn't grow up on that stuff. I grew up with 
Batman, The Flash, Justice League, all of that stuff, those comics, those animated shows. I just want to see where it goes. They're, these are some of my favorite superheroes. I want to see more about it. But, yeah, so that – my thoughts on Shazam. So where do you want to go next? Uh, since we talk about Shazam and still talking about DC, let's just go on to Avengers. Let's just go right into Endgame? Endgame. All right, Endgame, man. That's this week. That's like that's that's like now. I've been avoiding to watch the trailer because I, have, I don't want any spoilers. I've only seen the first trailer when it came did, out. Did you know that um the first like few minutes were actually like already released? Yeah. Dude, I've been avoiding the internet for the last couple days. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch any of it. Like, I've got filters on the computer. Like, I don't want to see anything of it because this is what, fifteen years? Because Hulk came out when? Forever ago, and Hulk was technically like the first movie in this. Like, it's been Forever. so long. So long, yes. We've we've gone through like four Iron Man movies, three Captain America movies, a Black Panther movie, three Thor movies. We've seen so much happen to these characters. We've seen them become who they are, grow up. Rob, like Robert Downey Jr. Forever is Iron Man. Doesn't matter what he does. For the rest of his career, because he's Everyone not done will acting. Everyone remember him as Iron Man. He's not done acting. People won't remember his name, Robert Downey Jr. They'll remember, oh my God, Tony Iron Stark. Man's in this movie. <laughs> oh my God, the guy who plays Iron Man is in this movie. Like that's who he is now, and a lot of characters are like that now. Paul Rudd is no longer Paul Rudd from all of the other rom coms and comedy movie. He is Ant Man. Forever, it's like, oh my God, Ant Man's in this movie. Uh, I just forgot. What's the guy who plays uh, Captain America? I was thinking the same thing. Just forgot what his name is. Uh, you know me. I'm bad with names. Benedict Cumberbatch is no longer Benedict Cum- He was Sherlock. Now he is Doctor Strange. Forever. Oh my gosh. Doctor Strange is in this movie. Doctor Strange. Like, but like, those are a lot of characters. Isn't it funny how we have two Sherlocks in the <laughs> Avengers? Yeah, they're both in there. We've got <laughs> Sherlock and Watson as playing different characters. But again... These are iconic movies, and I Chris Pratt is Star Lord forever. You know what I'm saying? Like forever, man. Star Lord. But like, I want another Guardian of the Galaxy movie. But again, like these are the things that like they set up the Chris universe Evans. so. Chris Evans, but like to the point to where Chris Evans could be in anything else. I'm gonna say Captain America's in this movie because I won't remember Chris Evans because I just won't remember Chris Evans. I thought Tony Stark was. I I'm thought, already bad with names. So I'm not gonna remember any of that. I thought Robert Downey Jr. was great before he was Iron Man, and when they cast it as Iron Man, I was like, "Yes, I love this casting choice." Even though I was like 13 at the time, whatever it was, it was like 11 years ago. Doesn't matter. I think it was a great casting choice, but this is it. This is the final hurrah. This is 15 years in the making. This is 22. Mo- this is the finale to a 22 movie season. And we're getting it. It would be pretty interesting if they have a part three. <laughs> they won't. They we won't. Know, like, we know what's coming. And it's just like, like, dude, like this is it. We've got – and I think Captain Marvel was the perfect penultimate movie. Like, to it wrap was, it up. Like, to, like just like here it is. Like the world has ended. Let me take that back. I'm sorry. The universe has ended. Half of the population is gone. Where are we? In the universe. Like in like, like what's going to happen? Now, what I have been doing because I'm a horrible human being is I've been reading stuff, a lot of stuff on what people think happened and how the Avengers come back and solve it. And I've got a theory of what I think happened in endgame not just endgame but what was the avengers movie what was the last one that just happened it wasn't civil war what was the last one uh it wasn't age of ultron it wasn't winter soldier oh infinity the war infinity war infinity war there it is it wasn't infinity war yeah it was is that what it was called infinity war was a call of duty game <laughs> avengers infinity war 
Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Winter Soldier, Iron Man 3, Avengers, Iron Man Thor, Captain America. Yeah, I guess you're right. Here's here's my theory, okay? I haven't told you this theory because I've been waiting to tell you on the podcast. I need Go to ahead. focus up. Ready? Focus. Ready? Everything in this whole universe has been revolved, revolved around what? Every movie has been about what? The gauntlet, right? And what specifically about the gauntlet? The stones. The infinity stones. Yeah. Here's my thing. I think since Captain Marvel, S.H.I.E.L.D., and... Um, yeah, I think you've told me name? this there. I don't think I have. Not the full thing. Not the full thing. What's his name? Nick Fury knew about how powerful this thing was because this whole government from another place was willing to destroy an entire planet to get their hands on the Tesseract. I think ever since Captain Marvel, they have been going to different parallel universes using the Tesseract to find and replace every one of the Infinity Stones on Earth. So when everyone was found, they would replace it. So that the Tesseract isn't the Tesseract from the Earth. It is from a different Earth. And if we read the comics, what do we know about the different parallel universes? It's all about the vibration frequencies, right? The reason we can't see the other Earths is because we're not vibrating on the same frequency as those Earths. My thing is, I think when he snapped, he didn't actually kill everyone. I think he it just didn't right work. Universe. He created, and at that point, a different parallel universe. Yeah, I was thinking the same concept. The Infinity the, uh, Stones are all vibrating at different, and it wouldn't work. So that's an interesting theory. And so what they're going to do in this movie is they're going to go collect the real Infinity Stones and actually use it to restore their universe. Because even – it's weird if you look at it because I want to see kind of like this backfire thing. Like he snaps and maybe it kills him or whatever or I don't know. Different things I'm not sure. Like in the beginning of the day, he snaps his finger and then just disappears. But yeah, whatever it is, I think that that is a – Man, now that I say it out loud and I think about it, like I think it's a really interesting plot. But how do you work that in? Like, how do you make that? How do you make that in? I'm s- man, I'm so excited for Endgame. I just want to see this movie already. Like, I'm ready to call in sick from work to go see it nine times. Oh, I definitely want to call in sick. It's just, man, the Avengers. They're like, how did they already kill Spidey, man? Hey, we don't know he's killed. Maybe he well, went to we a parallel a, universe. We, say, we get a second movie, but like, how do you like, I'm not feeling so good, Mr. Stark. Like, how do you, he's my favorite. <laughs> that became he's, quite a he's, meme. He's my favorite. He's on the wall. John, move to the side so that the people can see it. If you're on YouTube, I've got Spider-Man there. Spider-Man's right here. Like, he's my favorite. I have the Spider-Man encyclopedia, bro. He's my favorite. And you just, you just, Thanos snapped him away? Like, take Captain America. I don't care about him. Iron Man's stuck on a different planet trying to get back home. There's so much there. And there's so many places. There's so many things that they can do. Why has Captain Marvel been gone for that long? What has, Earth she, has, been under what attack. has she been doing? Like Earth has been under attack uh, like countless times. of times. The universe has been in peril countless of times. What, what was she doing the entire time? What have you been doing? Why... Why did Nick never click the thing again? What? what does he know? Like, he has to know something, right? Nick Fury had to know something to not do it. He had to know about Thanos. How? Like, there's so many questions there. There's so many questions, and we don't have the answers. And I feel like the majority of those answers won't be answered no, in the I, next movie. I will, I will personally go to Disney headquarters, wherever it is, and start stabbing people at Marvel if they don't do it. <laughs> that is that is not a joke. You answer my questions, man. You, you answer, answer the them, questions David. that I have. <laughs> you answer the questions that you have created. Like it's so much there, so much. I think they, I probably think they're gonna leave everything up to interpretation. No, don't give me an inception. I don't want that. I want. I want answers. What do you think? Like, where do you see this going? 
like with Endgame, like we had like th- it's fifteen years, twenty two movies. It's it's really hard to predict a movie like Endgame. Yeah. There's just so much possible path that it could take. So much. Man, because we know Ant Man's gonna play a significant part a since he's super small. Significant role. And then like the thing is too is like what about the Wasp? Did she? Oh yeah, she did disintegrate. She did. We saw her disintegrate. I take yeah, my, that, I resent he, my question. He became small, and then they disappeared. So how did he come back? Shrink. How did he so come how back? How did he shrink? Yeah. How did he come back? Exactly. He's sitting there clicking. How did he come back? He can't come back because there's no one to unshrink him. Yeah. Exactly. So he has to find the method inside while he's shrunk. Bro, maybe they hid the Infinity Stones in the quantum realm because it's so small. They're like, oh my god, there's so many things that they could do. Like, exactly. and why didn't they just do that in the original part? Hey, Ant-Man, shrink up, climb up Thanos' asshole, and then explode. Like, it wouldn't be that hard. It wouldn't. That, it would be pretty interesting. Yeah, but... That's... But, but the, the problem is getting in there. No, easy. <laughs> easy, bro, bro. But again, there's so many things, and there's so many questions, and there's so many places this movie can go. I'm so happy that it's finally here, because we've been waiting this for how long you know but i'm sad to see the series end where do we pick up from here we've had a we've had a life where we've had a new marvel superhero movie every year for almost almost two times a year yeah, for like there's... 10 years We'll still have some Marvel movies like it's Dark Phoenix, but it won't be part of the continuum. I don't care about X-Men movies. Those movies are trash. Oh, come on. Dark Phoenix is going to be great. Dark Phoenix is probably one of the most memorable like X-Men stories. Yeah, but it's X-Men. X-Men isn't bad. X-Men's horrible. X-Men is great. They're, they're the worst. They're, they're the worst. They've got good heroes. Like I like Nightcrawler. Wolverine. I like the Wolverine. I like Cyclops. I like Deadpool. I don't like Cyclops that much, though. I actually think he's a pretty boy. Uh, uh, I think he's a Boy Scout, but I, I liked him when I was a kid. Like, I get it. But as, as a unit? That's a further. I feel like. As, as the I X-Men? feel like Cyclops is kind of like a Superman of the DC Oh, 100%. But as X Men. Well, so is Captain America. But, yeah. but going back to what I was saying, X Men doesn't do it for me. What's going to take the place of the Avengers? After and the Dark Phoenix, so it comes Spider-Man Far From Home. Which yeah, is which is great. I'm so excited for the Spider-Man movie. You think they're going to Spider-Man movies after the DC Universe? They better. They gave us a good Spider-Man, finally. They gave, him, they gave us a Peter Parker at the right age with everything. And there's so many places this can go. Bro. And then there's also the Spider-Verse movie going to come out. Oh, it's already out. Number two. Oh, they're making a second Spider-Verse? Of course. Into the Spider-Verse, did he, number did he, two. Did you not see the ending of Spider-Verse 1? It literally like had a like a leading into a second movie. You know what else had a leading into a second movie? We didn't get second movies. A lot of movies, Josh. Doesn't mean we're <laughs> yeah, getting. Yeah, but it, but it's it, it is a Marvel movie and into, it is animated, so it, we are gonna get those. Until it's confirmed, I won't believe you. I, I can see it coming, no problem. Yeah, I I want a second one. Into the Spider Verse was great, Miles Morales. But let's go back to Spider Man Homecoming. Wait, no, it's not Homecoming. Homecoming was the first one. The second one is Far From Home. Far From Home. Whatever it is, I'm excited for it. We got Mysterio as the hero villain. We've got a bunch of different things going on. And do we've got Peter Parker at the perfect age. We've got Peter Parker finally. Do we know at the where Peter age. Parker is gonna be like where the where the story's gonna take place? In London. London is it. Yes, we know that for a fact. They go on a trip, that's why it's called Far From Home. They're in London. But again, there's so like, dude, just follow the like, take comic book stories and just do that. Have him meet Gwen. Have him fall in love with Gwen. Have Gwen die. Like, just do that. Like, do that story again and do it right. And then send him off to college. Where's Harry? Why isn't he friends with Harry yet? Right. Have him meet Harry and become friends with Harry. And then the Greek album comes in. And then and then have them. Where's, you know. Mary Jane. Well, we don't need Mary Jane yet. We need Gwen Stefani. Gwen. Stacy first. Not Gwen Stefani. She is a singer, actress, I think. <laughs> we need Gwen Stacy. Have him fall in love with her. Have her die. Horribly. Like, horribly. Fans don't like that, but it is the great I don't scene. care. It's the story. Like, 
I want to see this Spider-Man grow. Dude, he's like Tom Holland's young. He can be Spider-Man forever. He can be a good amount of time. Forever, and just do it right. Do it right, and we're good. And then he'll be known only as Spider-Man, kind of like Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire is not Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is the guy who unfortunately played Spider-Man. <laughs> Um, I, I believe a lot of people disagree with you, Tito. No, those movies were bad. Go back and objectively it, stop looking at them with rose-colored glasses. I'm They're not, bad I'm, movies. I'm not looking at them with rose-colored glasses. You I'm, are ta- 1, I'm, talking, I'm talking about percent. it as the whole to the audience. Yeah, it's a bad movie. Like, it's okay that you look at them with rose-colored uh, glasses. I, I prefer, John, I like all of the Star honestly, Wars movies. I prefer, I prefer the second Spider-Man movie, The Amazing Spider-Man. I thought it was hilarious, but people hated that movie. Okay, there are all of the Spider-Mans that have come up to this point have been subpar. The second iteration of the second guy who did it, those movies were eh, right? So they weren't they weren't good truths. They weren't I know, true to the comics. I know every Spider-Man story. I've played every Spider-Man game. I know every single one of his costumes. I know everyone that he marries. Everyone that dies when he dates. I I everything. Tobey Maguire, hey, great, you got to be Spider-Man. I'm sorry you failed. Other British guy, hey, great, you got to be Spider-Man. Other British guy. You failed. Tom Holland, you're on the right track. You're on the right track. I want to meet Gwen. I want her to die horribly. (laughs) You're such a horrible person. I want her to die horribly. And I don't want you to give her Mary Jane's fake death that happens in some of the comic book universes. Kill her horribly the way that she should die. It rock his whole universe, send him into the spiral that goes and send him sends him to Venom. Like, boom, let's make it happen. Talk about Venom. What do you think about the Venom movie? It was great. It was forever ago. People have their own opinions. Um, yeah. I don't want to say it was great. It was good. It was a good was movie. Good. It was an interesting movie. Um, there was a lot of. It wasn't kind of super true to the Venom story, in it my opinion. Me. It was a really interesting take on its own standalone Venom movie. And so if we're going to talk about it that way, that's going to be my say. That's what I'm going to say about it. It's a really good, interesting movie. But just give me just give me something true to the story. Like I, I want to just see what happens with Marvel moving after Endgame. It's a lot of stuff that's coming in. You know, a lot of these actors' contracts are ending, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're going to get new contracts. And will, there be, will, there, will there be new, like – Hero to replace them, a new Captain America. Will Bucky be the new Captain America? Like, that's what I want to see, dude. But, like, there's, there's like, I want to see, like, do what the comic book did. Have them unlock Captain America and show him that he was a Hydra agent the whole time. That like be, they did in the comic book. That would book. be amazing. I, I thought they were going to do that in the Avengers movie. Dude, I thought so, too. Kill, kill Captain America. Like, shoot him with the interdimensional bullet. Like, there's so many things that they can do. I just want to see it. I just want to see it on the big screen, and I'm very excited for it. John, do you know, moving on, do you know what 2019 is? What it will be remembered as in history for the all of time? No. What will it be remembered as? It will be remembered as the year of the nerd. Why? Do you know why it will be remembered as the year of the nerd from now until the end of time? (laughs) No, I do not know why. Please explain to me, Tio. Well, we just talked about it. Avengers? One part of it. Avengers Endgame. All right. We're finally getting the, the wrap up of the, the finale. It's a sad year for nerds. We're getting the, the end of a 22 movie, 15 year saga in you the, know, the, Marvel, in universe. the Marvel universe. It's ending. Moment of silence for Marvel. Moving on. Game of Thrones, which we haven't talked about. Game of Thrones. We're going to talk. We kind of touched on the topic, but we haven't really talked We're gonna about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Game of Thrones. Finally ending. Years and we're only Will it be ending? This is it. This is done. The author still hasn't written two of his last books. Dude, this is it. We're done. No more Game of Thrones. This is the last season. And that author's dead. He's gonna die. He's on his deathbed. He even said that he's not, doesn't even think he's gonna be able to finish the book. He's not going to be able to finish the book. He says there's gonna, I wish there's two more books R. 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 Martin health and prosperity and to live a lot more. He's not going to. He looks awful. I want to see, read the other two books so bad. Have you read the Game of Thrones books? No, I have not. Okay, I want to do that after the series is done. I, I was thinking about like binge. Ro- As you know, I spent the last five days binge watching all 
Slam seasons trying to catch up with Game of Thrones because Re I rejuvenate your memory. Rejuvenate my memory because I completely forgot everything in the series, and I finally caught up after five days. And no, I, but it was nonstop, guys. It was nonstop. It was nonstop. Watching. I went like a good like twelve hours, and, and I then I had to go to sleep like three hours and to go straight to work. They come back to watch more Game of Thrones. It was crazy. I, I had red eye, um, red circles under my eyes the entire time. People at work asked me, am I all right? But it was, it was good. so worth it. But this is it. I'm going to go back to my year of the nerd thing. All right. Game of Thrones has ended after 10 years. And it's such a great Seven, series. Is this the eighth season? However many great seasons. And it's ended. And lastly, after 42 wonderful years, we're finally getting the last and final movie. It's going to wrap Star up Star Wars. Star Wars. Mm. Forty-two. But do you think years. they will actually end Star Wars there? Well, it's this the Skywalker saga. The Skywalker saga. We're not. This is it. We, they're not done with Star Wars. We know oh, that for okay, a fact. There's two more trilogies coming on the way. There's, there's, we're getting a prequel trilogies, and we're supposed to get this, a second trilogy. We don't know when it's going to take place. I think it's going to take 100, 200 years after Episode Nine. But we're done with the Skywalker name and story and. Man, I watched every single one of those movies when I was a kid, growing up. Four, five, and six were the first movies I ever watched with my dad. One, two, and three I watched in theaters with my dad. Like Star, like Star Wars is ending. Man, this is a sad year for nerds. It is. Like, what do we have to look forward to? What? Who's gonna come over to my house on Sundays to watch stuff now? Like, what's Game of Thrones is done. We're not going to get two Marvel movies a year anymore. And then what am I supposed to talk to people about Star Wars? I, there's nothing for me to predict. <laughs> I know we're getting The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, which is Disney's streaming service. We're, I know, which is a TV show, which you may not know about. because I know you're not as big of a Star Wars fan as I am. It's okay, audience. I will convert you. <laughs> I know that we're going to get The Mandalorian. I know that we're going to get an Old Republic movie, and I'm really excited, especially because who's been decided to, to write and direct those things. Which I, don't, I don't think you know that, but the people who are supposed to do that, the HBO guys who did Game of Thrones when they finished oh, with this. Are you kidding? Yeah, they're doing – That a, is crazy. They're doing the, tr the, the prequel trilogy. But again, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sad year for nerds. All right, guys. I want to know in the comment section on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever it is that you want to – Write it down. What else is ending in 2019 that's going to make it a sad year for nerds? Um, because I've, I've come up with three, and I've been thinking about it. It's been weighing heavily on me. It's hurting my soul. But I want to know more so I can create a list and so that we can send it off to the people who name years. We'll create a petition, and we'll officially name 2019 the year of the nerd, the year of the sad nerd, or come year up with a better nerd. name, whatever it is. A lot of sad things coming on. Let's talk one last thing, and then we'll end it. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Man, we're not going to talk got about... got a new weapon. I'm kind of curious. We're not talking about the two episodes that have come out. Oh, so no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Don't want to give spoilers. I kind of spoiled a little bit, but... Nope, not at all. No spoilers. We're not going to talk about anything that's in the episodes. Do you know that... I just want to talk about <sighs> season eight as a whole. We've got six episodes. We're two episodes in. We're not talking about anything that's been in these two episodes, mm. but... All of this, right? It's called the. What's the name of the series? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yes. And what has been the whole point of the series? It was basically a fight for the thrones, the, the Iron, Iron throne. throne, right? So everything that's happening has been happening to find out in the end who sits on the Iron Throne, right? Yes. Be careful, you're edging on how. No, I'm not. I'm not. Everything leads up to that. Now, we're not going to spoil the two episodes. Is this season eight? Yes, season eight. We're not going to spoil the two episodes of season eight. But we know who's alive and who's dead up until season seven. So up until season seven, spoilers ahead. We're not going to talk about season eight at all. At all. But we know who's dead. We know who's alive. I posed this question to Madi the day, on Monday we watched it. That's the first episode, last week. All right. At the end of these six episodes, who do you think sits it was seven on episode. the... It's six episodes. It's not seven. It's six. The last seven seasons? Last six episodes. Shut oh. up. 
Who sits on the Iron Throne? At the end of it all, who do you think sits on the Iron Throne? Well, I'm thinking Khaleesi. Do you really think it's going to be that easy? Is that you think Daenerys Targaryen sits on the Daenerys end of Daenerys Targaryen, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with you. Why not? I don't I don't think I don't think she survives this, especially with the information that's like, dude, th- that army of the Walking Dead, we see it at the end of season 7, like and they've got a dragon. And the only thing that can yeah. kill the White Walkers are the dragon you, you just spoiled and the Valerian. There's no spoilers. You just did. For season up until season 7, I said spoiler the head. They died in season seven, not season eight. Did they? Yes, I know what I'm talking about. You just watched everything. Shut up! I hate it, you. It's all a big diverge. Shut up! I hate you. There's no spoilers. <laughs> I'm not spoiling anything. Trust me, because I literally watched the two episodes this morning. Dragon's dead. They've got a dragon. They've, They've got, got a dragon. A hundred thousand of this Walking Dead army. They've got hundreds of those, the Night King type guys, the White Walkers. Right? Like, the guys, like, are actually in white. Okay, they've got a bunch of dragon glass, but, like, these are kids and old men that are, like, these aren't warriors. And you've got to fight zombies. Like, what do you do? Yeah, but we've seen it from season um, seven. A way, an actual way that they could actually defeat them by defeating one of the... The, the, the leaders, the, the, White leaders Walkers, the, right? the White Walkers, yeah. But how do you get to them? That's the, that's that's the, the question. Thing. You know what I mean? You have to go through a wall of zombies in order exactly. to get into them. Exactly. Like, how do you draw that person out into the open? How do you get that going? Like, there's a lot of questions there. And so this is why a lot of people aren't going to like my prediction. What is your prediction? I think at the end of it, the Night King sits on the Iron Throne. I think, Night King? I think all of this has been for naught. They have been fighting amongst themselves. I do not they believe they will end like that. They've been doing all of this stuff, and all of it leads to nothing at all. All of your futile, like, all of it was futile. None of it mattered, because all of you were selfish. None of you deserved the Iron Throne. None of you deserved the Iron Throne, because none of you wanted to just, everyone wanted to fight for their housemate. And you're starting to see that with Daenerys. You're starting to see that with Jon, with Arya, with Sansa with Cersei. Everything that matters is Lannister, Stark, Targaryen. Like, where is that? Oh, how about like, you're human, I'm human. Let's, those things were once human. They're not human any, I think at the end, the Night King sits on the Iron Throne. Uh, I don't see that happening. Man, it will, it, will, it, will be, it will be a nice twist, but I don't see it happening. I don't see how they can defeat that army, man. It is a hard Let's talk about... Right, look. No, the hardest problem I think about the army would be the dragons. How the hell are they going to take down the dragons? You send one dragon to fight the other dragon, that dragon stays... Occupied. Occupied, right? If you want to take down that dragon, you send both dragons to kill the dragon. That, that dragon stays occupied, right? Great. So, dragons, they eliminate each other. So now you've got like 30,000, 40, I don't remember the exact number at the end of season 7, but like we know Cersei isn't sending her army up. That was 20,000 strong that she didn't send. Like, at all. And, well, that sucks. Because we kind of needed that army, right? So you've got like 50,000 strong fighting, I don't know, 100,000 zombies. That when you knock them over, they kind of come back. They've got giants. Don't forget that. Giants. Yes, I forgot all about the giants. They've got giants. Those giants are ridiculous. And you've maybe got, of those 50,000 people, maybe a few thousand people that actually know how to fight, like, really well. Now, you've got all those odds. We've seen small armies win, but all of that happens. What can the Night King do at the end of all the fighting? Raises arms, and all of the people that just died fighting those zombies have now become Pardon zombies. Dead. So you're feeding them more people to fight. So if you kill, uh, you're fifty thousand, you kill a hundred thousand of them. You would have lost what thirty, forty thousand of them. You got to do it all again because those forty thousand that are dead. Hey, guess what? 
they're now fighting you, biting at your ankles. I just don't see how they win this. How do they win this war? And then on top of that, let's say they win the war. They still have to go down south and fight the Lannister army. That's gonna be ridiculous. And the iron th- and the iron company. I forgot about that. Not the iron company. The golden the, company. That was the season season eight, wasn't it? No seven. Dude, everything I'm talking about is season seven. Stop trying to. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. And they've got the golden company. Everything is. What are they gonna do, man? We're two. We're two episodes in. I think Night King sits at the throne at the end of the series. You ready? I'm waiting for you to say something. I already um, expressed my thoughts on this. There's no way the author is going to put the... Why not? The Night King in the Iron Throne. Why not? It's way too much of a letdown. There's what gonna, letdown? There, there, there's always a rise on a fall. That's what makes it like a book. Not necessarily. You could just have something end badly. Then again... Like you can have the again, hero lose. You might be actually right. Since there are still two more books in the series. Like. It might just end right there. Like it or it might actually that. have an alternative ending from the actual book. Well, the book has a bunch of different things. Like, they're not following the book, like, word for word. They're I've not. heard. I haven't read anything. But, like, again, I don't see 100% it happening the way that we think it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I think that Game of Thrones is one of those series where it keeps you guessing. Yeah. Who dies? Who dies? I think, I think Tywin, uh, not Ty- Tywin, Tywin's dead. Um, Tyrion dies. No, I don't think Tyrion dies. Think I think Tyrion he's going to be one of the few that lives. I think Tyrion dies. I think Ian Glenn dies. Yeah. Well, yeah. There. I'm talking about the main character. Sir Jorah dying. Oh, okay. I think Tyrion dies. I think. Varys dies. Sounds probably Arya might die. I don't think Arya dies. That's the one thing I don't think. I don't think Arya. Arya is probably one of the favorite characters. Maybe, man. She might die. She might die. I'd rather have Sansa die, but yeah, Sansa, Sansa won't won't be fighting the front line. I don't line. think Sansa dies. I think I think for some reason I think John dies finally. It might be. I think John dies. John might dies. die. Yeah, but then again, he already died. So, you know, he might again, just be brought back. That's why I said again. Man, I don't know. Like, I think it'd be great. Sorry about that. Um, I think it'd be great if... Man, like, I love the idea of, like, you, dude, you just lost. Dude, you died. They brought There's you no back. Hope. They brought you back and it was all for nothing. Just for you to die again. Just to suffer a second life. Like, my dad had an interesting take. He thinks that Varys sits on the Iron Throne at the end of it all. The eunuch, the guy who hangs out with Tyrion, the bald guy. He he was like he only has yeah, his own he, he only has his own self-interest involved. Lord Ferris never wanted the actual Iron Throne. He's Bro, one of the few characters that never wanted it. I I do not believe it's, Lord Ferris. It's the he will, he will, he will, he will be a great ruler. But since it is now for the offering, I'll take it, right? No, I don't see that happening. I don't either. My dad made a lot of really good points about it. Um, Man, I'm just really excited. Guys, what we're going to do is we're going to wait, you know, the month or two that it's going to take for Game of Thrones to, to predict. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a special Game of Thrones episode. It's not going to take the place of the regular episode. But we're going to do a special Game of Thrones episode. We'll have a couple people on. So it's not just me and John. Bring in Maddie. Have her uh, her topics and like what she thinks. We can pass the mic around there. Have some different perspectives on what we have. Kind of make it a make it a thing. And uh, talk about it. We also want to know what you guys think about it. So let us know um, what you guys think. Hey man, we did it. Episode 1 of Level 1 Sidekicks podcast is... In the book, it's written. It's and, getting uploaded. And it didn't come out that bad. Didn't come out that bad, but now it's got us every week. Hey, 
like again, we're here to grow. We're here to learn. So let us know what we can do better. And I am a little bit tired, so you know I might have been a little bit quiet. He hasn't slept in uh, eight days, <laughs> but and we're really excited for all the things coming up. Let us know if you want to know uh, to see us uh, an Endgame specific podcast that has spoilers and everything. And, and there are a few topics that we wanted to touch, but I guess we spent too much time on certain topics that we yeah. can touch it. Again, and if there are certain things that you do want us to touch on, let us know uh, any certain ideas. We're going to try to keep up with all of the news yeah, so, so that we, we can are, talk about it. We are aware of the other movies that are coming out, yeah. such as The Joker. Man, I wanted to talk about The Joker And then movies. there's also the DC, um, DC and Marvel TV series, just as Cloak and Dagger, new season. Titans, season Titans, two. Season Doom two Patrol, with Batman, Doom Patrol. We, have, we are aware of that. But we just don't really have enough time to talk about it in this episode. Yeah, so again, we've got things that we want to talk about moving forward. We're really excited about the Level 1 Sidekicks podcast. We're really happy that you guys have joined us. We're really excited about the launch. And the next episode will be a lot better match since we did have a lot of troubles with the equipment this episode. Then we had to drag on the times that we were going to actually do planning. So it was kind of hard. Yeah, so again... Not coming up with any excuses. Hey, the episode's the episode. Yeah, There's a reason episode. I want it to be live to tape. No edits, no reruns, because I want our interesting first. A little bit of quality check over here on that. Yeah, and but I do, want, I do want our first impressions of things. That's why I hold things as a secret from you. That's why I expect you to hold things as a secret from me. But again, if there's anything that you guys see that we can be doing better, let us know in the comment section um, of whatever platform that you want to talk to us with. Uh, we really, really appreciate you guys listening and watching and doing all of those stuff. Um, my name is Tico. My name is Sean. Hey, and this is Level 1 Sidekicks. Signing out. Peace. Hi, guys. Maddie here. Thanks for listening to Level 1 Sidekicks. Um, if you want to check us out on...